graphics. Mm, no, here we go. It still works the same. I push this button and we're recording. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't see no red light. No, it's it's been a while. You see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, still no music. But here we are <laughs> after <laughs> possibly the longest absence that we've had, but probably not if I think about it. I, I just barely woke up an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> From our last episode? I think so, because I, I don't know what's going on anymore. No, I, like definitely. I had a dream, I had a dream that like Vince McMahon retired. Is that true? Uh, yeah, Hector, you woke up into a better world. That's for sure. <laughs> you didn't have to suffer through the last few months that we all did. Uh, but hey, welcome back to Take Under, guys. Me and Hector here. What's up? <laughs> we are not dead. We have still been watching wrestling, at least a little bit. Uh, and we are actually stoked as hell on it right now, given the news that came out in the last week. But first, I guess we'll get into AEW. So I don't even remember like the segments that we had to do. We gotta get back on it now that we're recording again. But I will say <laughs> this, because I do remember uh, the one of the segments that we had was who AEW turned me on this time. And I gotta say, I don't know if I mentioned the acclaimed on here the last time that since the last time we've talked, but oh no way, are you? <laughs> everybody loves the acclaimed officially with me on their bandwagon as of like two months ago, <laughs> dude. That, and it all happened with the tweet where he was fighting Samoa Joe. That's how long ago it was that I turned on that I was like fully in on them. Uh, the tweet where he's like, uh, Samoa Joe's not going to kill me because that would be murder and he would go to jail. <laughs> and after that, I was like, all right, these guys are awesome. Uh, and I've enjoyed his raps, his edgelord raps since then. And the matches that they've had are pretty cool. And this little feud they got going on with the ass boys is fun. Yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised and I'm glad that you're finally on the bandwagon with them because... I I've enjoyed them ever with their raps and stuff. They make me laugh all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, and this ass boy feud is hilarious, especially when like Billy Gunn chose them first over his own kids for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm with my boys. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Uh, did you see the music video this week? This week on Rampage. No, I didn't. If I probably missed it when I walked away or something. Yeah, it was a short one, but they announced that this week is they're doing the dumpster match with the Ass Boys on Dynamite, so it's definitely <laughs> going to be something to watch for sure. That'll be good to see. Hopefully, the culmination of that uh, and that feud and letting them move on to something else because we need to have them in a feud with. I don't know if I should speak for you in this case. I'll let you refute me if I'm going to say it, but. If it's wrong anyway, but I believe this podcast's new favorite tag team, Swerve in Our Glory, at some point they got to match up sometime soon, and we're going to love that match. But let's give yeah. them a moment. Swerve in Our Glory, I mean. We've been on them since day one. Oh my god, Kingsley has a belt again. <laughs> and uh, I'm so happy this did not turn out into like a betrayal shit. Because it kept hinting at that with Swerve. Right. And I go, Swerve ain't going to do that. Come on. Like, they, they're good together. They, Keith Lee lets Bingo's by. I was like, they know what the goal is. Like, we mess up, but we we still win it. Like, keep going for that goal. And they got that gold, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, 
um, a, one of the other podcasts that I listened to, Wrestling Should Be Fun, had a prompt like probably the week before saying, when was the last time that like you lost your shit when somebody lost a belt? And I remember being super stoked when Thunder Rosa did it. So that was my my answer then. But that week, like not even three days later, because oh, I think yeah. they put it on a Sunday and that happened on a Wednesday. And legitimately like the second half of that matchup i was on my feet just because i thought there was a possibility of it happening and they're so fucking good and i had been saying for months through our twitter feed since we hadn't been recording please strap them they're so good and now that they are like i'm so happy i can't wait to watch them do more and even if they're just holding it for a little bit just to give it off to ftr at least they got belts and we get to enjoy this right now yeah and They've been fantastic the whole time. Please don't break them up if they do lose the belts to what I hope would be an FTR match because I think that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if if not, let them have these belts. Keep it going because they're just one. They're super entertaining. They're the representative of like a bunch of people and especially Keekly, this man that almost died and he cares for his friends and. Uh, I wanted him to have, like, the best career when he was in WWE. And that didn't happen there, <laughs> and I hope it happens here. I want to see him strapped. I want to see a Dijakovic match again. Like, I want everything. Like, this, Dijakovic's this still is on the WWE, way to WWE, dude. And he, now, now with the changes there, I don't think he's going anywhere. But but we can, we can have, well, we can talk about special things there later, or what we can dream of, but. Yeah, Swerve in Our Glory. It didn't even sounds great. They didn't even have to mess with their own stuff that much. It's, just, <laughs> right. it's fantastic. It's just as... I think it's slightly better, but just as good as I like how uh, thun, um, Thunderstorm is. Yeah. Yeah, their, um, their name is super sick. I, I'm glad for it to be something for Tony because I like I said I don't see that dog in well I guess I haven't because we haven't been talking about it but I don't I, we talked about it I think when we when we met up um I don't see that dog in Tony yet not a, not in AEW we haven't seen it yet and once we see it yeah sure, it'll be time to strap her but it's not the time now so having her be in the, like the main event picture and using her talents in the meantime is still definitely cool yeah oh man there's so many things oh <laughs> so Talking about uh, betrayals, I guess swerving us that it was going to be swerving Keith Lee. It ended up being Team Taz. Did you see that this weekend on Dynamite? That 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 all imploded, and that completely caught me on guard. Because I actually was super annoyed with, as Jared would like to say, Ricky Stocks. <laughs> um, I love him. And then he's he, so good. And he grew on me. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. Um, and especially this with his open challenge stuff was great. And then the match with Hook was short, but it was great. I enjoyed right. that so when, much. Well, before Hook even came out, I swear I thought that it was going to be Hobbs. Dan oh, that Hobbs yeah, was going to Yeah, after Danhausen got beat, I was like, oh, like, and he was like, oh, well, let's do another match. And they it paused for a little while. I was like, shit, is Hobbs going to come out and take this belt off of him? And then it was Hook. And having him out in the go in the orange, winning with that that move strapping hot like striking hook finally right now is so good i love it i loved it so much more than if it had been hobbs yeah and and then and we i was like <laughs> we ahead. come back from commercial 
and they're still talking. And I was like, okay, this is a good promo. Like, yeah, I was wondering what was up with that. And I was like, okay, like he's moving on. He's going to like something like another belt. He's going to compete, showing he's there. And then out of nowhere, his head goes flying across the arena. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Because Hobbs betrays him. And I was like, oh, I didn't see this one coming at all. No. Then that's how okay that's that's good creative right there. Yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah because that was completely unexpected. Totally. Uh man, that looked so bad. That looked like it hurt so much. Uh yeah, I mean I was definitely swerved by it, and there's nobody better at men's wrestling right now than AEW. Even despite all the changes and like the we've only seen a week of the the other product now, so we'll see how it ends up becoming, but. They're the best product in terms of men's wrestling right now, and it's not close. Yeah, I I do have to say that, even though there's sometimes it's a, a little disappointing, and but it's, you know, I want it to be perfect, or I'm used to something. Like but all it, of the championship there. picture right now, other than yeah. Wardlow, who fucking rules. Yeah, Wardlow uh, is awesome on his own. Just, I, I want him to be an interim champion, or whatever the heck it is, like... I'm glad he's a TNT champion, but I want like bigger things for him. Yeah. But yeah, the championship picture is all messed up because of all the injuries. Literally, like half the roster is like at home right now. Right. Um, and they and now we have new trios belts and all that stuff up. I'm. I know we had this discussion. It's probably just me rambling into this part of it, but the Swiss Cyborg is an AEW, and he's a champion. Yeah. So that's, Which led to a lot of backstage bullshit. That's where we can get into <laughs> next with uh, Ring of Honor. Because we, we're just here to just kind of start recapping and just start recording again. But uh, yeah, a bunch of backstage bullshit. So I'll let you go first on this one since you brought it up. How do you feel about all that stuff? I'm happy that he has a championship. I'm glad to see that he's he's performing well. I'm glad to see that he's in the in, in the Blackpool Combat Club. Cause I want that damn jacket with the arrows and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just sad to hear like all this backstage bullshit was going on because, uh, I guess what's his name? I can't remember. Jonathan but he Grisham. A, Jonathan Grisham, like, was pissed that he had to drop the belt and wanted his release, and it was so loud that like you could hear the argument with Tony Khan outside the office in the hallway <laughs> of like. Jonathan Grissom telling him like "fuck you, Tony" or whatever. Yeah, this is all reports. This, I'm. We don't. We weren't there. Allegedly, 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 allegedly everything. (laughs) Um, um, allegedly PWI rankings were thrown around. Yeah, which is valid considering that they've had plaques in their own rings. But it it's. It's sad to hear that stuff or whatever, but I'm happy Claudio has a has a belt. Also, like to see this what's gonna go with uh the Mad King, you know, because mm-hmm. they have that history, which I didn't even know they knew each other. But yeah, he seems to like known a lot of people in the Indies and just pissed off people. But whatever, well, um, I'm down for it. See, like it's cool, and I'm I'm glad for Claudio because he's great. He's always been great. He should have been should have done been a champion like long ago. But here's yep. where it kind of sucks for me, and I get where Gresham's coming from, because Gresham carried this belt throughout this entire pandemic, throughout everything. He's so fucking good, and like he never gets any respect. And I 
I mean, you can't take that out on other people and especially like your bosses and shit like that, but he definitely deserved more respect. And here's the thing about it to me is strapping Claudio with this world championship. Like, yeah, Ring of Honor is cool, but they were literally not even a company less than a year ago. So like, is it really that prestigious that you gave it to him? Or what you could have done is had him face John Moxley, have a little bit of courage, have him be your interim championship, because come on, nobody really takes the interim championship seriously. And then had him feud with Eddie Kingston and give Kingston the belt, the interim one for a little while, and then have him feud with Punk and, Ki- and uh, have a feud with Punk and Kingston when he comes back. Like, at least that's how I would play it if it were me, because that's what people want to see. People want to see Kingston have the belt, even if it's only for a couple weeks before Ki- Punk takes it back off of him. And that would give Claudio, like, not to be a dick about it, but a legitimate le- world championship belt because the Ring of Honor one isn't legitimate to me right now. And it's not legitimate to a lot of people because given how many buys they had it's not really that known of a belt but it does suck that all this controversy clouds his first world championship match i will like world championship i will say that and like honestly it didn't need to happen you could have played it many other ways yeah uh, i get it by the way whatever you everything you just set up right now sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) sign him for creative please (laughs) um yeah and another thing is that like that kind of messes with all of this is he owns two two companies right but one is actually legit with shows on tv even stuff on the youtube gives it more legitimacy and i know they've had cool pay-per-views and stuff but i didn't know i guess you have the you've seen the numbers of the buys but that's also because they're not promoted out there they're not on a network or they're not on the streaming service like Whatever is going on that he's trying to do, he needs to speed that up or create the platform so we can all enjoy this when it should be coming out. So that way people can enjoy Ring of Honor. Because I want to see more Ring of Honor. Yeah. I want to see more of these people that I have never seen before. Definitely. I also know that he has a swollen roster now because everybody that he picked up from the indies, that he still has people that he picked up from WWE, he has his agreements with New Japan. Also with Stardom, like I want to see these matches, and I don't care if it's on AEW or if they're gonna be on Ring of Honor, so that way they can start off and and move up into AEW. That's great, whatever. Do it as your development thing. That I, I'm okay with it as long as I get to see these people wrestle. But build the platform now. Already develop on one more show just for Ring of Honor, two more shows for Ring of Honor alone, so I can see these people wrestle. Because now you have stirrings of people being upset of not having TV time, haven't been seen for months, even years for some. And now that Vince is gone, he's still 80% owner, but he's just right, and he's just going to sit back home and collect his money while the, the heir apparent is finally in charge of creative and we've seen a little bit of what he's doing, and I already lost my shit <laughs> when I text you. And I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, by God, I would really love it if this week or next week NXT shows up with just NXT and it doesn't say 2.0 anymore. That alone will get me excited. <laughs> but this is what's going on. Like He has to hurry up and get this going, because yeah. if he doesn't, these belts really don't mean anything, because... There's no program to it. They're just pay-per-view programs. Right. 
And like, I feel like, I mean, maybe this is just not understanding enough of TV and shit like that. And like the, the draws that he, the like business aspects that he has. But when you start seeing all these injuries pop up of Dan, of Brian Danielson and punk and all them, like be a little more fluid and then start featuring, well, Hey, I got a ring of honor pay-per-view coming up. Why don't I just feature all these guys? I can put Gresham on TV. And then that way, when he loses, in three weeks against Claudio, he had TV time and he can like have been proud of being the world champion, the Ring of Honor world champion on TV. It brings more prestige to that belt. But I don't feel yeah. like he was fluid enough when all that shit happened and he was just like, well, shit, let's throw more stars at it. Let's push the Wardlow thing and then not touch Wardlow anymore. And like, he just seems like he's just got too, he just moved on to too much new shiny objects too soon for me. But, and, yeah, and, I, don't and know. I agree, I agree with that too. And, and honestly, I love Jericho. I've I love this damn wrestler since he debuted in <laughs> WWE or WWF back then yeah. when it was the Y2J, and that was one of the greatest entrances I've ever seen or debuts. Arguably and, the greatest debut of all time. And and I and I love how he's always rebuilt himself, and he's pretty like the Painmaker. Those matches in New Japan is fantastic, and that's the one that I want to keep seeing. This wizard thing, I think it's very lazy. I like it's fine. He's the influencer making fun of like WWE and the and the universe of the galaxy. That's fine. Also, I can't stand two point being part of this group or that big block. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, another one that they turned me on, dude. I no, I enjoy them so much, and I just like the stupid shit that they say here. Really. I don't know why why it's different for me than it was when they were in NXT, but maybe it's because I I don't know I honestly don't know what it is. I'll have to find out by next week. But that is one that has turned me on them. Um, and he also comment and he's on commentary on on Rampage. Like, yeah. take a break, dude. Like, you you can go away. You have your faction. I can see you every other week and let somebody else like. That's time that could have been gone to Grisham and been promoted or somebody else or whatever to help develop or give TV time to other wrestlers that need it since we have all these other ones that are injured. Like, I know they keep going back to the, like, uh, the Butcher and the Blade, they're okay, but I know there's other tag teams out there they could use or give TV or give, you know what, airtime to the women's division. You know? <laughs> That's never going to hey. happen here. Oh, what a concept. <laughs> Especially more than considering... one, more than one match, or more than just being the the girlfriend or the friend of the girlfriend, and that's the women you see on that episode, like that. Fucking real man, like that <laughs> is the biggest gripe I have with this company so far, and that's really what's holding them back is they haven't embraced the huge wealth of talent that they have on their women's roster, and they and keep they on giving people like QT Marshall TV time, and they keep Ugh. putting fucking Anna Jay on TV. I don't care if she's been here the whole time. She's not that good, and look at someone who's been here just as long as her, probably even less, Jade. She is light years ahead of her. I don't get why they keep on, like, how they're so bad at women's booking. If you need to hire My Molly Holly away, do that. Like, do something about it, because this is terrible. Yeah, and Bert Baker, like, always appears out of nowhere now, and it's not even like, oh, cool. It's more like, why? Like, why are you here? Yeah. You're not even helping your two goons in anything. Like, just go away. Like, I want to see Nyla Rose more than you. Like, get the, get the fuck off my screen. 
I and and again, like he has agreements where he has deals with Stardom and other Joshi promotions. It's like I want to see these people. I want to see them wrestle to expose an a group an audience to these these talents that are across in Japan. They might not win the matches or they might get squashed, but it'd be cool to see like, hey, this person challenged from across the ocean to for for the belt here. Like, right. that's that's what I would like to see. But no. We get repeats, we get, or we have to go to dark to watch it. It's... I mean, to be fair, they did have Yamashita on this week, but they didn't even main event. Like, why do you bring her from Japan here to not even main? I realize Brian Danielson was also like on that show and returning, but he would have happily stepped aside for Thunder Rosa and Yamashita to. Oh yeah, or at absolutely. least he should have happily stepped aside for Thunder Rosa and Yamashita so that they could elevate their women's division more, especially because this is the only card on uh, the only match on the card. Yeah, and uh, and we'll, I probably got to stop soon because I'll probably dive too deep and I'll go crazy again. Um, yeah, it's it's very sad to see that that's where the part where they're lacking when they have talent that they can develop. Also, they can do a cross promotion again with freaking Impact with the women's division. Which is still phenomenal, and I haven't even seen most of it. Let's see. Also, yeah. I almost got scared shitless because a rebel heart appeared there, <laughs> but like it's in like a video package, and I almost lost my shit because I was like, "Is that where he's going?" But uh, nah, he ain't going there. We know where he's especially going. Especially not after <laughs> he might have like had a contract on his table on Thursday, and after that news broke, he's like, "Nope, I'll send it nope, package." <laughs> but I am not excited here because Hunter was on the door. Hey. Let me in. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from AEW, at least for the week, I think. But let's do one more thing. Um, what's your favorite thing that we haven't talked about so far happening in AEW? My favorite thing that's happening is freaking Forbidden Door. And yes, we might be late to this. <laughs> a by bit. Um... But it's the potential for this not only to happen yearly or every other year, but a forbidden door with other promotions or combination of promotions. Now that they've seen that this is this is profitable, it's super entertaining, uh, and people want to see this. But I also want it to happen in other countries. Like I would love to see a forbidden door where it's New Japan, AAA, AEW, and it takes place in Mexico or in Japan. Yeah. Um. And again, now that the landscape has changed and Trips, <sighs> Trips is you know in charge and, and not in charge fully, but he's in head of creative and his wife is the CEO. Like we could have a forbidden door in like three years of AEW versus WWE. Like that would be insane. That would have to be a two two night event. Yeah, that would sell so many. Pay-per-views and, and elevate whatever so many names in the industry. Oh my god, the and the venue wherever that is going to take place would be like they would have to have like a plaque or a statue built outside for the first ever between these two companies. Like yeah. that would be insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we'll get there, but that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I well, I'll move on to my favorite thing that we haven't seen. Because uh, the promise of that does sound great, and I don't want to jinx it. I just hope that they can come together and have another, at least one more event, because this Osprey and 
uh, Omega thing has to culminate oh in something. And if Omega's <laughs> going to be in AEW, they have to fight somewhere. Anyway, getting too far ahead of ourselves. Current what's happening, my favorite thing in the AEW that I haven't mentioned yet, Christian Cage and this Jungle Boy builds <laughs> has been fantastic. Christian Cage has played as the role of a piece of shit just so perfectly to a T. Like, if you're ever going to study being a piece of shit, MJF kind of went too far. Not like, he was just so, so much about it where Christian Cage just pulls it off so well here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Right where, like, they're both pieces of shit and they both do it so well. So I don't want to, like, put them against each other. But the way Christian is doing it is so good. And I guess it's finally because I'm in on Christian after, like, not having been when we were kids and with Edge and Christian and all that stuff. And after hearing the podcast, I finally wanted to hear him wrestle. And now I finally get to see him doing stuff. So I'm stoked on it. Uh, I really thought this Jungle Boy build was going to be a lot longer than it was. And I had hoped that they kept Luchasaurus away from him for longer. So the uh-huh. the build was kind of more the way the Wardlow one was, like the way Wardlow had to go through all those things to get to MJF. I feel like Jungle Boy should have had to overcome a lot more obstacles before Luchasaurus just went right back to him. But we'll see where it goes from here because it, feel, it feels like they're making him to be their next Yuta or Wardlow or the next big star coming out of this promotion. And we'll see if he has it. it from the promo that we had on Wednesday, it seems like he has all the tools to do it. Yeah, and I hope so too because that also shows that again they're focusing on their pillars that that like were there at the beginning of AEW, so they haven't forgot about them. Like MJF was one, and I think I know what you're talking about with like how he is, where he's over the top. It's more he's more broad in his being of an asshole. Yeah, while Christian is like targeted and precise. Yeah, like true. the shit that he said, I was like, oh motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, like, MJF's going for that, like, Gen Z edgelord thing where he's just spraying from the hip, and Christian's like this assassin just going for the heart <laughs> of Jungle Boy every single time. And Oh, man, it's good. I, I love it, for sure. All right, anything uh, else about AEW that you definitely have to mention? Not right now, because we'll probably go on to a tangent, and we'll run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so we could finally get to it. Both of us had been, this is almost not even an NXT podcast anymore. It might be soon because we've already talked Daddy's about it Daddy's home, already. baby! Vince is gone and Triple H is here and oh, all is right in the wrestling world right now. I never thought we'd see the day that Vince McMahon would not be in charge of WWE. I thought he would sell the company out below Stephanie McMahon before he ever handed it over to her and Triple H. And I'm glad to be wrong. I've never been more glad to be wrong. Oh man, I'm I'm so happy this happened. I don't know I don't know who leaked the story. There's some alleged reports or theories out there that once somebody got sick and they messed with this baby he said the gloves are off. I was but that's how I'm gonna leave it at it's allegedly today. He had a lot of time on his hands after he was yeah. home, so let's go over to Grandpa's house and start looking around the old file cabinet. <laughs> but hey, what are that's these all NDAs? just rumors or reports, yeah. Oops, how did I take pictures of these NDAs? You know what, I'm, I'm going to make a trip to New York real quick. <laughs> oh man, I don't care how it's happened, but now that it's happened, have you? so have you seen Raw, SmackDown, or SummerSlam? 
So I I did not see SmackDown at all. I will think and I if I remember the name later or for the next show I will put it out there. But she does really awesome little quick videos of grading SmackDown, so that's how I caught up and it was very entertaining. Raw was too soon. That was not him there. because uh, I did watch some of it and then I stopped watching. Uh, <laughs> it was still a pretty Summer good show though. Raw wasn't too bad. But SummerSlam, I watched that, and right off the bat, right off the bat, I knew it was Triple H right there. <laughs> He's uh, he just wanted to let us know, I got you guys, I got you, I know what you want. And, oh my god, one, that match with Becky. Uh, it was Bianca all downhill was, after that. Uh, uh, Bianca was great, and I was shocked about it. And then you hear a familiar sound. And it's freaking Bailey. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is great. And then she stops midway and she's like, you know, the cameraman can't really pick up her audio. But she's a, like, she's like, no, I'm just going to stand right here. And then you have the bump queen, Dakota Kai, show up, who's not even under contract or whatever lie they said yeah. to keep her hidden, shows up with her. She looks like then, a witch. She looks so fucking rad, too. We've never seen her look so cool. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna fuck up people. Like, that's what I want to see. And there's, like, you know, they're still not walking because there's one more person coming. And it's Io. You hear the train bells from Japan and I'm like, oh my god, she's finally here. They finally move her up in the right way. And, oh, yeah, I lost my shit. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> and you, excited. And you get a Becky freaking uh turn as well, which is gonna be fantastic. Horsewoman versus horsewoman. Oh my god. Well, we'll see about that. I think Becky cannot be trusted. She will do anything for that girl. Ugh. But having her be face and having like till Ronda gets the belt back and they do WrestleMania next year, get it out of the way, fine. Eventually, Becky needs to stand side by side next to her horsewoman, and they need to get Sasha back, and they need to go against the rest of that women's division. But that's that can be far along. Uh, I'm just so happy that they're here. I'm so happy Bailey's back. Like, I, I mean, both me and my wife significantly like wrestling less whenever Bailey's not around. At least we have the last year and a half. And I cannot wait to see what Steph and Triple H do with the women's division here because it is, as I was saying before, it's their what their edge on everybody right now. Nobody has as talented of a rosters as they do. And if they lean forward and let the women lead the way that they did in NXT or give them equal booking the way he did in NXT, the sky's the limit for this promotion because these women are the fucking future of professional wrestling. And Bailey is possibly the best wrestler in all of wrestling right now. The fact that Bailey carried that belt during the pandemic and then was just shy of being in front of fans when she got injured. And right. she's been gone for Dude. almost over a year is insane. Yeah, you had, I mean, you kind of spoiled it for us because, well, really Peacock fucked it up because they had us behind when we started on it. So you uh -huh. were freaking out and text us and I was like, what happened? And then you told us who was here. So I was like, all right, I don't need to see anything else. Put my phone <laughs> away. I was like, let's, let's catch up. And then we watched it. I didn't even want to spoil it, even though she had already spoiled it for herself. So... We end up watching it, and then when she showed up and just seeing, like, the smile on her face, it dawned on me. I was like, we haven't seen her in front of crowds this whole time, haven't we? Yeah. 
And Liz, and then Liz confirmed it for me. I was like, oh my god! Like I'm so happy to see her get this reception in this huge stadium. Everybody's losing their shit. And then she goes into the Razor Walk. And dude, I like my heart just lifted almost as much as when fucking Swerve and Lee won that belt. Like I, this is why we watch pro wrestling for moments like these. And having them all here is gonna be so cool. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, and I just wish. I, I, there was another moment like this throughout the night because it, because I, you know, you know what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he might be keeping it under wraps just for a little bit longer, which is totally fine. I get it. Um, and especially I hope with whatever direction they're going with, it corrects the path for some of these wrestlers that belong in a specific way because I don't want. Champa to be a goon. Champa's right. like a main eventer. He was champion. He 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 was insane for his belt because he was that was Goldie. That was his baby. Like yeah. no one could fuck with him. Uh, that's what I want to see. Um, not some goon going to the Miz. I want to see a great match between him and AJ Styles. Not just like a side side act. So right. I feel like we did get screwed out of a Seth spot in SummerSlam. I know they did the little riddle thing, but like, come on. What you could have had is Ciampa attack Jake Paul, and then, hey, your punishment is you need to fight a, a pissed off Seth Rollins in the match before the main event. Like, they could have pulled something out of their ass, and Triple H not doing that is the one, dis the biggest disappointment I feel out of the whole night. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed because I did enjoy the rest of SummerSlam. I didn't watch the live match. Good. I didn't even know it was a live match. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I did want to see it, but yeah, I, I'll have to go back on. <laughs> I have to see, uh, go back. The Logan Paul thing was actually surprising. Um, yeah, that's fine. I missed that one because that was our catch up match since we were behind on Peacock. I think I do need to go back and watch that. If not just for Marie's, I do need to watch that spot. The one where he took out the table. That was great. I've seen it already, obviously, but I want to see like the build up to it. That was a crazy ass spot. Yeah, I yeah, I was shocked. I like, I feel like his thing that he should be is like the mimic, because if he takes people, other wrestlers' moves and makes them his own, that'd be great. That yeah. would be a nice gimmick for him. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he won again. Champa should not be a goon. He's a main eventer. That was what I was upset about, and especially for the Miz. Um, the the rest of the night was good. I did like the tag team match, uh, with the Usos and and Street Profits. That was fantastic. The thing is, when did what's his name get freaking like jacked? Who? Uh, um, uh, Montez Ford. He's always like, been he, pretty cut. No, he's been cut and lean. He like. Bulk the fuck up. Dude, he's gonna be a main like, eventer damn. one day. Him and Bianca are gonna be Becky and Seth, except they're gonna be winning instead of losing. <laughs> that was a great match. I enjoyed that. 
Jeff Jarrett did a good job. I thought as a special guest referee. Yeah, that was um, a pretty cool match. But I like, I'm just so over the Usos and so over this Bloodline story that them winning again is just so. And like Cole the whole time, oh the best tag team. Like, come on, dude. F- if you're really going based off of belts, FTR has more than them. And really, the only reason that you guys did this whole belt thing was because FTR started collecting belts. So come on, get out of here. You guys had FTR and you fucking wasted them away. And you completely wasted them. Um. Like that was great. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised with the main event, just because of how nuts it was, and I hope this is the last match we see between the two of them. Yes, that please. Uh, and I think the way it was done, it's gonna seem that it's gonna be like that, because I I was yeah I was entertained the whole time. I was entertained the whole time to the point where I thought Lesnar is actually gonna win, and he that and freaking the. The tribal chief will actually have to work his ass off to get the belt until I saw the Usos show up, and I was like, ah, oh, it's going to end that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't get it, dude. Like, I know people eat this shit up, and I saw that stadium of people doing it, and, like, that that's probably where I felt the most disconnected with, like, wrestling is, like, are we really still doing this shit? Like, after all these fucking years, it's really just the biggest Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, like dumb bullshit over and over and over again. And I know it's not always that because Ray occasionally gets the belt or Brian Danielson occasionally gets the belt. But like, why are we just, I'm just so over Roman and the bloodline story. And I just hope that Triple H will give us something else and they will rectify something and give Seth a belt or we need something else happening with this with this promotion and desperately and I don't think that there's anybody better to be in charge of them right now from how stale that they've gotten in my opinion. Yeah, and with the belt here's the thing, and this is what irritates me the most. I know he has both belts, which is the WWE belt and the in the universal belt. Yeah. Then make a new belt. I mean hey you have the money, even if it's only temporary till WrestleMania, if it is true that he's gonna wrestle against the rock and and then we'll see what happens after that. Like, make a new belt. Make a really cool belt. That is the undisputed belt. You know what you can do is you can honor the original WWF belt with the eagle and bring that and make that the undisputed universal belt or whatever. Honor that history. Just do something cool with it. I'm tired of seeing these two belts that are exactly the same, just in different colors. Like. Yeah. Um, the same thing with the the Usos. Like, cool, you have those two belts, but technically, it's the same. It, you're the same promotion, just right. on two different nights. Merge them into something cool looking. Unify them or split them apart, like now. Yeah, it's already been too fucking long. It's been what since WrestleMania that they've had all these sixty belts all ahead of them. Like, it looks yeah. like the Ultimo Dragon picture at some point, and it's just fucking ridiculous. And. In, if because Cody he doesn't have. I be actually your... just think. Sorry uh, to cut you off, but no. I'm just thinking about this. Like, Kenny Omega walked out with four belts, and it didn't look fucking ridiculous somehow. Like no. he had the swag to pull it off, but this fucking dipshit walks in with his same stupid scowl over and fucking over again, and it's just so <laughs> annoying to me. But I mean, like I said, it's that's me. I guess being wrong because a whole football stadium worth of people. We're cheering for it last night, but whatever. I will say with you, I was, just like you, I was entertained through most of that match last night until right about the end. I was actually thinking that he was going to pin him with the front loader 
like putting, that, yeah, I thought that might happen, but I don't think you have enough control to where he could he could guarantee to not kill him. Is what it occurred to me when I was thinking about that spot. But what I was thinking was Austin. What I actually thought might happen was Austin Theory was gonna eat the pin instead of Roman, and once Austin Theory got eliminated, I was like, all right, Roman's keeping his stupid belt. Yeah, and Austin Theory technically didn't use his money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. By the way. I think Austin got a little too excited because he hit Roman so hard in the head with <laughs> that thing that it bounced back and hit the the cushion of the rail or the side. <laughs> I like I watched back and like I seen that clip and I was like, oh, I was like, I hope he didn't get a concussion from that. But um, yeah, Austin. How about Austin Theory, dude? So there's been a few NXT people that after. Two, three matches, I was like, all right, these are people that I fucking love. It was Andrade. Like, the people that I can think about are Andrade, Swerve, who's now champion, as we've talked about happily, mm-hmm. and Austin Theory. And, they're like, at least those are the ones that I remember you and Liz giving me the most amount of pushback on. Like, eh, they're not that good. And just seeing all three of them, like, get to where they are now, especially Austin Theory defying all odds and people hating him so much because he's, like, hand-chosen by Vince. Him being as good as he has been in the ring and on the mic is just like vindication for me from all those years in it. Like people are saying, Oh, he's never been this good. No, he has been that good this entire time. He just didn't have the platform. And now he does look, go back to NXT when he first showed up the mouth that he had there. He's just as good then as he is now. It's just extrapolated and with more experience that he has under his belt. And here's the thing. So like, I wasn't a fan of him at first. I thought he was a complete asshole. And then all the sort like the back, like the backstage yeah, stuff too. Yeah, that's the one stuff that still but, sucks that I can't fully get behind him because, like, at least story wise, we know that he's. I mean, in IRL wise, we think he might be a piece of crap. But it all came down to Candice and Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what got me over on him because, yeah. oh man, that, but. That was that was the best. All of that was the best, and I hate that it all broke up, and it went it went down the crapper. Like, but it's good to see like that he's there. He's doing a great job. It is a little bit silly at times to me, but I still think back to to NXT with Johnny, and I was like, no, 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 he's doing great. This is right up his alley. He's he's doing a good job. The uh the only person out of there that I wish they would do a little bit more with is Indy, but you know. Uh, Wait and see. Wait and see. Papa's home, baby. Papa's home. There are rumors that supposedly everybody in the backstage is scared that Triple H is going to turn NXT right back to black and gold, which why the hell should he not? Because NXT 2.0 sucks crap. And, like, I know people like it, but it's not very good. There is some talent there, but it's just, I don't I've given up on it completely. I barely watch it, except I did watch. I do watch a lot of the women's stuff just because I do like a lot of their women still. But, oh, man, if Triple H can turn me around on that show within the next couple of weeks, I will be surprised. If he does it in the long run by going back to stuff that he was doing so well before, then I will not be surprised. The thing that annoys me about it is people come out and say, like, oh, NXT is meant to build stars and NXT is like this. Why, why is he going to go back to these old like ways when it never built any stars? And really, do you think Karrion Cross wouldn't have been built as a star if they did the sa- if they gave him the same treatment that he was that he got in NXT? He would be huge right now. 
The reason that any of these people didn't come up as stars is because Vince screwed with them as soon as they did. And that was only after he saw the success of Bianca and Rhea and people who were really fucking good once they got to the main roster. And, like, booking Shayna like she's a chump for two years? Shayna should have been booked to the moon when she first got there, and she should still be crippling people on the main roster. But people want to say that NXT didn't build stars. Like, you just didn't watch NXT. There were stars there. Vince just screwed them all up as soon as he got there. If you think Keith Lee isn't a star, you don't know anything about wrestling, period. Yeah, it's huge. He literally had the perfect mold and toy for all these wrestlers. And the thing is that if people say that there's no stars, they're already on the roster. Where do you think that the women's right. division came from? Right. Like, where do you think these other wrestlers came from? Like, your Drew McIntyre came from there. Even though, like, I never watched him when he was there because I was introduced to it later. Uh, he... FTR, or yeah. the Revival when it was that time, was turned into Usiha, or whatever the fuck it was. These motherfuckers have championships from seven different promotions, and they will bat... By the way, that's going to be my last rant of the day before I go on, but it's there, and then it doesn't fit in Vince's mold, but the thing is, it's evolved. It's, it can't be the same mold anymore. Right. Yes, you can have a couple things that's like what you had before, but man, to to see like a Keith Lee or Dijakovic match at WrestleMania, I would have lost my shit. To see freaking Johnny going against Champo or... Uh, to see Adam Cole versus Finn Balor on a WWE like at SummerSlam, fuck that would have been fucking phenomenal. But he can't get past his own shit. But guess what? Because he couldn't get past his own shit that he all made up, he's retired. Right. And Triple H can't see the future. He was making the future. And goddamn it, I hope. Oh my god. Yeah, please. You know what? If if I know everything's going well. I don't want to see Triple H on Raw. I want to see Triple H on NXT on Tuesday and just walk right in and, and just be like, things are going to, you know, change a little bit. <laughs> oh, man, I'll lose my shit. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it on Basics Guide because we also had a new episode this week. And I was saying, watch, we all talked shit about when Vince took all these people and changed all their gimmicks and changed all their names. But when Triple H does the same thing going to the main roster, we're not going to say anything, and it's going to be so hypocritical. But I don't care. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to crack up if all of a sudden, within the next two weeks, everybody gets their names back. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Pete Dunn is actually going to be Pete Dunn. Like, Kaylee can get her name back. What? I forgot. What was her name that they gave her? Alba Fire. <sighs> Hey, Walter can be Walter again. Yeah. Well, I can't say this. Um, somebody that Triple H pushed a whole bunch back in his days of NXT is back. I don't know if you saw that, but Zoe Stark showed up this last week. Yeah, I saw two that. Ago. I heard the people were kind of disappointed because they were hoping it was going to be somebody else. But yeah, I'm I mean, glad I to can... see that she's back, though. Dude, the same way like it was when she showed. I I thought about it and I was kind of the same way. Like, really, just Zoe Stark. But 
really think about it, dude. Like, remember when she first showed up and I was even like, why do we have a Zoe Stark match every single week? And then after three weeks, I was like, holy shit, shit. let's have a Zoe Stark match every single week because she was pulling all these women to amazing matches. And it was with like EO, not pulling all them because it was a great uh, roster at the time. But like EO was there. I think she had a great match with Indy, like people who were still new at the roster. And that's the person that should be your champ, not the person that needs to be carried to great matches, who is their current yeah. champ right now. Oh, yeah. That that whole stuff needs to stop, too. Only want to see people from WWE go down to NXT if they're going to stick around for a while. Not even one off and done. Unless it's going to be like a takeover. And can we have a goddamn takeover? A proper one? Oh, we might be able to keep our name now. Like, we <laughs> keep the relevancy <laughs> of our name if they come back. A prayers have been answered. Uh, we'll leave it on that on that good note, and just expect that we will be back next week. Unless you had anything else that you definitely wanted to bring up, uh, I do have to bring up one more thing before we go, right. and it's freaking FTR. I never saw them when they were the revival in NXT. I only saw how so horribly Vince used them. But goddamn, are these one of the best tag teams I've ever seen? And all my like wrestling life that I watched, I always like the Hardys. I always like freaking the Dudleys, but man, these guys are phenomenal to watch all the time. So, yeah, uh, I've never been a big fan of them or like their old school style of wrestling. At least I hadn't been before. Like I know I've always known how good they are, but watching them lately, like their their matches with the Briscoes, their matches with the I mean the Young Bucks, obviously before. Hopefully they have another one coming up soon, but. Yeah, they've been on a whole other level this year for sure. Yeah, so TFDR, congratulations on seven stars. To swerve on our glory, motherfucking tag team champions. And to everybody who's actually listened to us, thank you. <laughs> we are back. We will tr- we will try to be consistent as possible. Yeah. Life just happens in the strangest ways. So with that, I'm done. What about you? Yeah, I got nothing else for at least for this week. We'll see how how Triple H keeps it up, and I just I'm excited for the potentiality of oh, wrestling. For, and that's something that day. I haven't been able to say for a long time. Oh, it's a new day, baby. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, later, man. Bye.